0: Hello everyone, I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America every Monday like a canned ham, always ready. It's Hank Vogler from White Pine County, Nevada. That's just east of Ely if you're going to go looking for him. How's Hank?
1: The moon is in the seventh house. The rabbit has ran from the tin. We have to talk in code. We may have our phones tapped. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, You know what? It's not like we have any secrets. They're trying to get inside of our head. I'm all about uh, right right to privacy, but I'm not going to live in fear that some IRS agent has nothing better to do than to track me.
1: You know what? I love Joe Biden. He's gonna, he's gonna clean out the Democratic party, just like (laughs) Mitt Romney's gonna clean out, clean out the Republican party. Yeah. I mean, wow. Can I just, I I look and listen to that stuff and I wonder who is buying this? Do they pay these people to, to cheer this man to, I mean, who do they call up? and ask an opinion poll you know the best thing that's happened and I've been banging on this for a long time it's very hard for somebody to understand who doesn't have a permit on the Bureau of Land Management to even have empathy for my position for what's going on out here for what the What the bureaucracy has drugged the range down, ruined things so badly and and so convoluted. Well, now, if you got kids in school, a little boy could put on a dress and go in and and rape some little girl. And what happens? They beat up the dad when he goes to the school board and ask him what's happening. You got Merrick Garland's son in law who's promoting critical race theory. And has obviously a conflict of interest. From uh it just goes on and on. The great thing about the bureaucracy is it's finally touching everybody. The sage grouse will rise again like the phoenix. You guys used to tease me. Now you've got the prairie chicken, and not just your ordinary run-of-the-mill walking around purging. You got a lesser one. No, what the heck is the West I mean just all of this stuff is just we can't, of the
0: we, that's because we can't have anything greater than you in the West that's just how it is <laughs> <That's> <laughs> greater than the well some of those
1: old Sageians get as big as a B-52 bomber in fact that's what they're called when they get those a certain age don't shoot that one that's a B-52 bomber I mean yes if the America doesn't wake up I, I'm not so sure that uh, one should not emigrate uh, to uh, the Soviet Union or, or some other country that uh-huh. that uh, is trying to escape the bureaucrats.
0: Are you in you tune know, with I mean, what's this happening this invasion. week on the border?
1: Oh, the, the remain in Mexico. What? There's no standing room no. left in, in anywhere else. Sir.
0: There's a there's another beyond the remain in Mexico with the uh, waiting for asylum. There is a an additional. One hundred and fifty thousand that have gathered and are expected to hit the border between today and thursday and and they're supposed Why not to, yeah, and they're supposed to come in like military formation, not packing I'm not saying with weapons or anything but just in that something like where they're supposed to discharge the border and border patrol agents are I think they're going to be ordered to do nothing
1: absolutely I mean this is the way. They cannot win an election legitimately because people are every day are getting more and more disgusted. And if you don't think the pollsters in that party don't know that that's the truth, yeah you know why did why did Obama quit bringing in people from Cuba? Well, they vote Republican. You can't do that. It used to be if you were from Cuba and and, and your inner tube that you floated ninety miles across the water got you to the to the shores of America. You immediately were granted asylum. Mm. Well, who stopped that? He went down and hung out with Raul and went to the baseball game. Wow. Why? Only one reason I can think of is when the Cubans get here, they know what is coming. They know it's already been to Cuba. They do not like communism, 50 cents a day. So who stopped it? Old bummer. (laughs) Yes, sir, Bob. Welcome Welcome to America, comrade.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you've been uh, tongue in cheek saying that for so long, and yet now it's not funny anymore. You know that, right?
1: No, it's not. It's not. It's yeah. scary. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, people just. Oh well, you know, if I say anything, well they'll be banging on my door next. Well, guess what, boys and girls, mm-hmm. they're gonna be banging on it anyhow. They wanna know what's in your checking account. They wanna teach your kids the crap. I've also been banging on that from day one. Yeah. They want they want control. They they do not give a nickel's worth of nothing. If you're on the inside group or the first cousin or the second cousin or the third cousin of the guy that owns the gas station mm-hmm. who was your best friend in high school, you got her wired. You're going to go right straight to the top. So I, I've been, I've been very sh- people that they're supposed to be helped. With.
0: I've been sharing this revelation on every broadcast today, and I'll just share it here again because people need to understand it. Everybody's trying to figure out what a trillion dollars is, and now they don't even care. Three point two five trillion dollars. What does that mean? Well, let me tell you what it means because I had a fantastic weekend in Georgia with two congressmen that are actually trying to right the ship. One of them being Congressman Barry Loudermilk from Georgia, and he said, "Trent, you know we, we want to talk about all the things that are in this three point two five trillion Let's just look at what 's going on in terms of the IRS something that you just briefly mentioned as in passing. just to put this into context, we got nineteen thousand border patrol agents we got one hundred and fifty thousand people this week this week alone." That are going to storm the border. I'm told that in places in Arizona they're tearing down what Trump actually built in terms of a wall. 19,000 people protecting our border. And Hank, we currently have 75,000 IRS agents. If they pass this $3.25 trillion whatever slush fund, it will double the number of IRS agents And the language in that bill actually says that if you have income annually of $10,000 or more, one of these or multiple of these IRS agents will have the ability to go in and monitor each and every transaction you had. We're going to double the number of IRS agents and we'll probably eliminate Border border Patrol agents. But if that doesn't wake you up, I don't know what it'll take.
1: Yeah, well, and guess what, boys and girls, governments continue to grow to justify their position. Mm-hmm. The starting salaries are, the government people make more money than they do in private enterprise when you throw in all the Medicare or you know, insurances, family leaves, all of the, I look at Buttigieg, he gets two months off for adopting a kid. Mm-hmm. Right during the crisis, when there's hundreds of boats backed up. But nobody wants to talk about the fact, under my understanding, is you can't go to those ports without a union card. And unless you have a, a newer truck with the newest emission in California, you can't pick them up either.
0: I, so I think it's we'll 2018, right? 20, 2017. It. Your truck has to have been built. Your yeah. semi has to have been built since 2017 with all the... The nonsense of uh, standards on that truck, or you can't even go to the board or go to the port
1: yep and and you've got to be a union driver to to get in so if you're if you're a guy trying to get started in business and mm-hmm. and paying union dues so so they can corrupt politicians is not a your favor, and it's not a, I don't think California's a right to work state all of those things. They won't let you in the door to to pick up one of those cartons and take it somewhere. I mean it's <laughs> you see what happens, boys and girls? And it's happening no longer just to old hanky panky, it's happening to everybody. <laughs> I don't hanky care. If you've got a little tiny <laughs> a little tiny business or or
0: yeah. hanky
1: cranky or whatever you want to You question. know,
0: you know what I don't care what you do. What you gotta get What's funny about that story is that you you, you tell us regularly that your grandmother was a full Cherokee Indian. By the way, that event that I was talking about, we were in Cherokee County, Georgia, where the Trail of Tears originated from. So we can talk about that when we come back. But your Indian name, are you really saying your Indian name is Hanky Panky? How did you earn that, Hank Vogler? We'll take a break. I want to remind you about... Certified Piedmontese, the opportunity to get paid properly for a quality product. It's all driven by the Piedmontese cattle. I had a great visit this week. Last week, Diego Barrison from Northern California Red Bluff, who's a Piedmontese breeder. Plus, he has a couple of H2A workers in his vineyard and producing wine. We had a great discussion about the H-2A problems. It was like talking to Hank all over again. But what I want to talk about with Diego is the fact that he understands the importance of the true purebred Piedmontese cattle and how the myostatin gene pays dividends for the consumer and the producer. Details at LungCreekCattleCo.com. Back with more Hanky Panky after this. Welcome back roll route, Trent Luce alongside Hanky Panky. That'd be Hank Vogler, North Spring Valley, Nevada. Uh, did we want to talk about your penmanship here today or no?
1: Well, that's up to you. I think we need to clear up Hanky Panky to <laughs> begin with, you
0: know. My, you, you, you can't clear up old is, Indian names name. that are given to you by your actions. That's just how it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my uh, my uh, uh, name is actually Henry and they called my grandfather, who was an entrepreneur's entrepreneur, who traded a horse for my grandmother, mm-hmm. who was from uh, born. She was born actually in Lusk, Oklahoma. Or, uh, no, wait a minute. Yeah, Lusk, Missouri. And then they, as they were being or whatever, but anyhow, they were. It was on the border, I guess. I wasn't there. She was born in 1895.
0: You weren't there? Thanks uh, for including that.
1: (laughs) No. Well, I just, you know, I thought maybe somebody would be confused. But anyhow, uh, very complimentary. When I was a little kid, people said that I reminded them them of my grandfather. Mm -hmm. And so I became not Hanky Panky, but Little Hank. Mm -hmm. Well, George Hoffman, when I grew up, I grew probably... A foot taller than him, and he still called me Little Hank. Then he would look at me in, in his German accent and say, hm, gonna have to quit that. There's no more Little Hank left. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, that was, that was where the, the nickname Hank came from. And I just threw in thank you today. But the, uh, my nephew called me. He was, he's a full commander in the Navy, spent a lot of time on ship, and he got interested in this genealogy. Called me up one day and said, hey, I cannot find Grandma Gibson beyond her mom, Charlotte Johnson. Uh-huh. And I said, well, there's your problem. It's not Charlotte Johnson. Uh-huh. Everybody called her Lottie. But it was Charlotte, three words. She was Indian. So then he plugged that in and found out that for whatever reason, uh, the family had participated in the American Revolution and were given property rights in North Carolina as a result of their participation and the sad part of it is, is is when andrew jackson and his folks or whatever whatever time they were moved to oklahoma they had accumulated things they had accumulated a uh, a cotton plantation or some sort of a, a agricultural operation because oh guess what They were American Indians who were always supposedly, you know, level and equal with everybody else. They owned slaves. And when they were moved to Oklahoma, they were allowed to take their slaves with them. So for all those hundreds of years ago, who gets reparation first? They took their land. They took their farm. They took whatever they had and moved them to Oklahoma where they didn't know anybody. And in 1907, when Oklahoma became a state, uh, the family joke always was that the water was so black they couldn't drink it. Well, it had more to do with, uh, Oklahoma Sooners shooting at great granddad. Right. And he, he pulled the pin and said, we're not staying there. So they moved to Eastern Washington to a place called Chittasaw Flats, which is next to the Vogler elevator. And here this young kid, or not young, grandma was basically an old maid. She was 22 years old. Here's this here's this German immigrant son over across the street at the Vogler Elevator. And uh, anyhow, they had uh, uh, whatever the combination of that was, it was unbelievable what those people accomplished in their lives. So that was where all of that came from. And my mother, my sister, just brought me a picture of my great-grandfather who was in the tribal police in Oklahoma. Really? She was seminal. So I mean I yeah. And and uh and uh he, you know, he, they were got it from both sides of the family. And mm-hmm. what for whatever reason that and fifty cents will get you coffee anywhere but Starbucks. Grandma was right, it don't pay to be an Indian.
0: Well, um so back, you back, stand up you back on
1: anything you got
0: back to what something you said, uh that your family back in North Carolina was given Ed Sessler, who was on our program Saturday in Kennesaw, Georgia, who's a state representative in Georgia. I I just, I could visit with this guy all day because he was a wealth of knowledge and history. Those individuals who were Northern loyalists were given 40 acres and a slave post Civil War. And that, that's what you're talking about. Till, yeah, he said most, we don't even report that. No, I mean history doesn't tell us that story, but he said we it, it was before the 40 acres and a mule, that led to the 40 acres and a mule, right? But it was 40 acres and a slave and then it was Andrew uh Jackson, right? No, Andrew Johnson that destroyed all that. But the well, Trail of Tears, but the Trail but the Trail of Tears was in 1840s, 20 years before the Civil War.
1: Right. Right. So for their participation in the American Revolution,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they they were granted favors and forty had, acres and a slave promised.
0: according to and, him.
1: And, yeah. So whatever it was, they they signed up and we're prosperous people, not the stereotypical <laughs> you wanna see what America's supposed to look like in the eyes of the Democrat machine. Go to a reservation. Mm-hmm. You give people just enough money, some of them will you know <laughs> my friend tells me that it 's like living in a bucket of crabs about the time you get crawled up to the top and you try and get out. the others will pull you back down in, and that 's what happens on these reservations, and that 's why their unemployment is like a hundred percent that 's why they' no no no, no 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 nope. no and on
0: no and on. don 't embellish the pine ridge reservation is the worst and it's only 93%.
1: I am so sorry. Yeah. And the other 7% are probably working for the tribe.
0: They are working for the tribe, you're correct. And it's funny you mentioned yes, that. Thank not you, sir. not Just funny, it's actually sad, but when the week that I moved, I moved to the Rosebud Indian Reservation in South Dakota on Halloween. So it would be this coming week on Halloween 1998. And the very first tribal member, Bill Huber, who's a farmer, he's a tribal member, but he's a farmer and he's done a fantastic job. He said, Trent, the first thing you gotta learn about the reservation is like a barrel of monkeys. If one starts crawling out, there'll be the rest of them back in that barrel pulling them in. Cause we wanna- wanted- It's
1: the same way with the crabs. It's just the yeah. same metaphor.
0: Right, exactly. Just b- monkeys instead of crabs. Cause we don't have water in the right, Great Plains right. of America, so we can't relate to crabs. Well, I don't know where
1: this gentleman is from Duckwater, which there's a couple of hot springs down there and that's about it. So maybe they had crabs in there. May, might have been another government <laughs> program. You know, the government's always you know, throwing more stuff to them and maybe they were raising crabs at one time. I don't know. You know, that, uh, the, the one that's close to me, they bought them a couple of bands of sheep. They bought them some cattle. They bought them, they bought them, a, or condemned a whole bunch to land and made a reservation. And that's about as far as it ever got. The night that they made the reservation, they burned the houses down, had a big party and, and, uh, very little progress. The people that I grew up with had to work. Now they don't even have to work. Right. Yeah. There were some of them that were pretty derelict, but most of them, they ha- they worked on ranches. They, you know, they are uh, surprise, surprise, no matter what group of people there are. You don't start out being the CEO of Amazon. You should. You got to work for those positions. No, no. So first immigrants here were bond servants. They dug the Erie Canal. The Irishmen. They be, then they become Irish cops. That was always the famous joke about New York. Then then uh, Puerto Ricans. Everybody started out in the ghetto. Now they don't have to leave the ghetto. Our people <laughs> are being ignored. And yet five-star hotels or whatever are full of these immigrants. How come none of those people are mad about this? Well, gee, they're housing them and sending the bill to the government. I mean, it's it's it, it, it's like everything. It's like a fire in the West. A fire in the West has be, become such a big business. It is just like the circus coming to town. Everybody benefits from the grocery stores to the motels, the hotels, the restaurants. Everybody gets a slice of the pie. So yeah, and it's so like okay, well I'll look at the ground, but you know this is where we've we've digressed to. I mean yes, the government should protect our borders, should raise a militia, should mint a coin that is universal through this. All the 50 states. Those are the founding things. Maybe run the post office. Department of Agriculture. All of those things. There is a place for government. But not what we have done. We have yeah. made automatic voters. We have, yeah. we have automated voting.
0: And that we have to take a break. I want to remind you that Protect the Harvest is in the trenches every single day, making sure that you have access to information that will assist you in protecting your property rights. I am proud to represent Protect the Harvest tonight at the Nebraska College of Technical Agriculture in Curtis, Nebraska. We'll talk about these issues back with and ProtectTheHarvest.com, by the way. Back with the second half of Hank Bugler, Hanky Panky, after this. Welcome back. <laughs> Roll around. Trent loose along. Hank Vogler. I'm going to read a quote to you, and I'll see if you can tell me who said it. This is a long one, so you got to stay tuned, all right? Can you pay attention for more than three seconds? Huh? <laughs> Few. I'll do
1: my this.
0: <laughs> Few young people, <laughs> half dead, to give a start. Dead through spite. He will cause the others to shine and in an exalted place some great evils to occur. Sad concepts will come to harm each one. Temporal dignified. The mass to succeed. Fathers and mothers dead in infinite sorrows. Women in mourning. The pestilent she-monster. The great one to be no more. All the world to end. Who said that?
1: Uh... Probably somebody that
0: was pretty negative, I'd say <laughs> not having a good day Nostradamus,
1: oh okay, yep, that would that be about right, yeah. yeah,
0: and they say that he so, was speaking yeah. of twenty twenty one
1: you know you can ten people can read a book and do a book report, and there will be a variance, <laughs> and if he's right. What what are you going to do if he's right? Uh, well, by golly, he was right, but it's the end of the world. So I mean, you know, uh, well, congratulations. Do we get? I
0: mean, <laughs> there's another book you can read to talk about the end of the world as we know it. So I mean, it's not really like it's revolutionary, and it was written a couple uh, about two for the ages. Yeah, about a thousand years before Nostradamus.
1: That that's 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 what scares people into lying. Uh, there are mm, several religions yeah. based on the, that very fact. Is just you know you better join me up. We have the right words. We have we're, we're the we're the righteous ones. Everybody right. else is going to be wiped out. Join us, you know, and and then the next thing you know, you got an air conditioned doghouse. For the, for, uh, the bakers. I mean, it just, you know, it's just human nature once again at a, at a shiny peak.
0: By God the, created
1: the, man and then man returned to favor.
0: So you're, you're behind the times. It's no longer, uh, yes, air conditioned no. dog. <laughs> Proud of it. Well, well, I'm sure it's not. Uh, my friend from California who keeps me in the loop on all things out there. As, and I know I saw some videos, the new age pet is a robot. It's no longer beefy, the border collie. It's a, it's, so you don't need air conditioning when you have a robot as a pet. And you can see these robotic little pet like creatures walking through places like San Francisco already.
1: Well, I promise you this, that if they put the right computer program in them, the dog the the mechanical dog is going to go on strike until it gets better living conditions, whether it needs them or not, or or a higher voltage battery or some darn thing. I mean, who who created the program, man? And, and yeah. what is in everybody's mitochondria? I want it a little better for me. I work harder than you. Uh, you're not deserving. Uh, I'm I'm of this ethnic group. I ta ta, ta 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 I mean, it's just it's a human nature. To, to want more things and the more you have, then when that power, that corruption of power, and I'm not against working hard and, and having power, but I don't think that if you are uh, uh, came up with something that people were willing to do, mm-hmm. that you should spend a half a billion dollars on candidates who you you haven't even read history? You may be the greatest person in the world that puts uh this organization together, but you better start looking at history. Mao, Stalin, Castro—all these people either exiled and took over the productive people's stuff, or they just summarily took them out and shot them. Yeah. And and put their buddies in charge. Put their buddies in there. So, I mean, it's sort of, it's sort of like, uh, sitting in a lawn chair on the Titanic and saying, Hey, hey I'm privileged. <laughs> Somebody's going to come and rescue me because I'm cool.
0: <laughs> Speaking of air conditioned dog houses, uh, do you have an old sheep camp that you no longer want that you could part yes. with for some pennies?
1: Our, I sold one of them already. What? The one that, well, I stayed in an old, old camp that I got from Mr. Robinson, uh, back in 92, 93 that used to rock back and forth in the wind and the snow and everything and prayed to God every night that, uh, we would survive. Mm-hmm. And okay, BLM, got... no one even raised a finger to help us. You got but it. It's gone. I sold it to a, a Basque fella in, in Elko.
0: You got another one, Shirley.
1: Uh, yeah, it's still kind of, uh, yeah.
0: Because Kelly, last week, there's this group of women in central Nebraska call themselves glampers. And they get together periodically with campers that they found in, um, you know, they're like 60s model campers and they totally bling them out, and they refurbish them, them and then then they go to places together. Like, I don't know, there was probably eight or nine of them the other night. And I told Kelly, I said, we need to get an old sheep camp from Hank, and then you could have your own glamper be an old sheep camp so she could, you know, trick it up.
1: Uh, you can come and look at it. I, I, am not trying to be negative, but I've, I've slept in one several times. I'm not so sure that that would be something that I would want to do, but you know, knock yourself
0: <laughs> out. Know, I did I just, I'm trying to help her because she thought that would be kind of a fun deal. And I said, well, it'd be unique if you had a sheep camp to do it with. So don't, don't want rain on my parade. <laughs>
1: There's, there's a whole, whole group of people that I guess you can look it up online. A friend of mine and, and the Basque fella that bought my old one, oldest one.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, there's a complete group of people that have refurbished these sheep camps right back to the old ones that were pulled by teams. That's, and that's what I want. I want one that's pulled by down. a team. Well, these were pulled by a team. The fact that the one, the sheep camp that's still out there has a, New Holland wagon frame under it. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that might not and the be the other
1: one. The other one has uh, the front, the front, uh, the front end out of a 1936, I think, Buick. Because I had to get wheel bearings <laughs> for it, and and that's what I'm they were. <laughs>
0: So these have rubber tires. So, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh well, I think that but would they, be fun. I'm
1: sure that they're for, you could find find them for sale. Oh now, yeah, sort of thing. I, I they, actually, they're around. And so trading to the sheep a few years ago, they had a couple up there. That, I mean, they were. Uh, you almost wanted to put on a tuxedo to go inside of them. Right. They were, you know, authenticated and everything, but they were really polished up.
0: So I, the last thing I want to do is promote a uh, fake book on the air, but uh, the fact that I'm still on there, the fact that they don't censor me, is is I have to you know stay the part of that. And I found this group just in the last month or something on Facebook. It's called Sheep Camp Fever. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I get as much enjoyment from the posts from these folks, and it's not just a United States sheep camp fever. The people from around the world are contributing, and many of them sheep camps are being pulled by teams, and uh, I just love that.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, if you've ever seen pictures of the old gypsy wagons that were in Europe,
0: uh-huh. uh,
1: that, that's basically what they were. I mean, the, the sheep camp idea – uh Was the mo, the mobile home or not, or, you know, home on wheels uh, goes back to long, long time.
0: Are you telling me that all these high dollar, multi, uh, you know, $250,000 RVs, their base is a sheep camp in, in Europe? (laughs) I bet you're right, actually.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I think. I'm not sure, but I think Adam and Eve's grandparents had one. I'm not sure.
0: I don't think they did. I'm sure I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, I'll, let me look that up oh, on some okay. fake website <laughs> and I'll find out. Well, I bet it's out there. I bet you can
1: find find the website that deals with that.
0: So exclusively. It, if you have an authentic sheep camp that was made in whatever year pulled by a team, which I'm assuming you could get them, you know, not like 30s but probably more recent than that pulled by a team. Uh is would it be unethical to have a generator that you started alongside that thing?
1: I think as long as nobody uh, you know, got really that highly technical. I mean, my gosh, the one I saw at the uh Trailing of the Sheep, uh, the, the the stove was so cool I I wouldn't have wanted to start a fire in it. And and I mean it had been re polished and it had been re blacked. Mm-hmm. I mean everything about it was just Oof. immaculate. Yeah, I'd want to have a generator and a, a handheld light that I could remove that and put it in the boot uh, <laughs> well, when everything else was happening.
0: Why have a stove so that you don't want to light?
1: It was ornate for one thing.
0: Uh-huh. It was
1: authentic looking, whether it was or not. Maybe they had it hand built, and and it, it 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 shined. I mean, there was no the the lids, everything on it had it was refurbished to the point where. It was a museum piece. Mm-hmm. It just didn't look like something that you would want to mm-hmm. stay in. Uh it was too out too too exclusive, too elegant you know.
0: Didn't they just and, have and the
1: authenticity was just amazing.
0: Didn't they just have the trailing of the sheep in Ketchum Idaho last week? Yes. Yeah, I thought so.
1: Uh first part of October, like the sixth or something.
0: Mm. <laughs> you and I need to go to that next year.
1: I was the master of ceremonies of that several years ago, twice, two yeah. years in a row.
0: Well of you the,
1: uh, of the deal.
0: Turns out I didn't get an invite to go with you as your wingman.
1: Uh I think I took some people from Harney County that uh, their dad was an old sheep herder on the Steens Mountains and a good friend of mine. He's still alive, he's in his nineties. Hmm. But anyhow.
0: All right. uh, I gotta you know, I gotta go to a break we got one segment left. We'll leave sheep camps. We won't come back to sheep camps. Maybe we'll talk about Hank's letter. I do want to talk about your health. From the first time I met Dr. Nathan Bryant 18 years ago, he convinced me pretty clear and quick that nitric oxide supplementation was absolutely a must. People wait until they have some cardiovascular incident, and then they go on nitric oxide. Why not do it now? So I've been on it every day for 18 years and he tells me that's why he has not gotten COVID even though he's in hospitals with COVID people all the time. Get details about improving your immune system through better blood flow at NO2U.com. Put Trent in the coupon code. You get a 10% discount plus the free shipping. It's all that easy. Dr. Nathan Bryant's NO2U.com. Trent in the coupon code. We're back with the last segment of Roll Route after this. Welcome back. Roll out, Trent loose, Alongside Hank Vogler, no longer called Hanky Panky. I'll grew that right after Alfalfa and Leave it to Beaver, left TV.
1: <laughs> I have a double crown on the back of my head. And gracious you always calls me Alfalfa because my hair sticks right straight up. You just cannot get a yeah. good haircut with a double crown. It just There's always hair going the wrong direction. You'd know that. I mean, you've got a what a triple crown on top, haven't you?
0: I got a dome, not a crown. It's a dome. Ah, uh, <laughs> so okay. Yeah. So we have referenced a letter two times. I think we ought to expand upon this. What, what's going on with the letter you've pinned?
1: Well, uh, once again, the privileged and the uh, elitist and the politically connected have raised their ugly head again and they're trying to destroy me, and the, and their part and parcel partner is the Bureau of Land Management. Uh, I got a letter Saturday registered from the Bureau of Land Management saying they were going to take my permit away from me for violations of their code. And the irony is, is the very thing that they've allowed to happen is the violations of all their codes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they refuse to look at the piece of paper saying who has a prior right. It would be like somebody knocking on your door and say, hi, I'm from the government. You're going to have to move out because these very politically connected, very powerful people from the water company uh, think that they have a right to run in there, even though it is totally illegal by the 1934 Taylor Grazing Act. But they're too powerful for the Bureau of Land Management, so we're going to throw you out. We're going to destroy all the years that you've lived like a wood rat in a stovepipe to put together what you've got to accommodate these people so they don't get us in trouble and get us shipped to Point Barrow, Alaska, within the government system, or pigeonholed somewhere. Now, there you have it in a nutshell. I bought a permit from a legitimate person, uh, an LLC, albeit, but a private LLC. Partnered with them, they sold out to me, and three, and three years later, Southern Nevada Water Authority, somebody told them, hey, they used to run some cows in that field. You must have part of the cow deal. Well, there was supposed to be a herd management area on wild horses to clean this all up. Now between the wild horses destroying thousands and thousands of acres of ground, has not been addressed. There were 6,000 of them. They took out 2,200, leaving 3,800 behind in an area that they're supposed to be 167 horses. It's going to dramatically affect me. I've been shipping my lambs to California to put on feed because I have to have where I usually keep them to put some sheep. And now I get a letter saying for my horrible, you know, Clive and Bundy type acts. You can't, there's there's three different fields we're talking about. Two of them are not even in contest. And they want to take the entire permit away from me and punish me for asking them to make a decision to do what the law says. The law says you have to be a citizen, a naturalized citizen, or apply for citizenship. It doesn't say if you're a state agency and you're from the... Clark County, Las Vegas, and you have this harebrained scheme to come up and destroy all of eastern Nevada by pulling all the water out from underneath, which is a finite amount of water take it to Vegas. You buy these ranches. You don't have anybody that really knows what the picadillos are of owning a, a, a grazing ranch tied to the BLM. But you're the bully. You have Harry Reid. You have all the political capital and power in the state of Nevada and squashing everybody up here. I'm not the only one. Wilson Creek is next. They're destroying people in that. That's in Lincoln County. I mean, it is just beyond the pale. And you can't kick anybody that will even return their phone call to you. Southern Nevada Water Authority's people went out and knocked holes in government improvements. You and I would be in in Dwight and Steve Hammond's cell at San Pedro uh, Terminal Island. That's where we would be. They tore out sheep troughs that not only qualified as an approval on BLM, but also were built in 1956, which makes them antiques. Mm-hmm. They are applying for and, and being granted vested water rights by the states, not to ship it to uh, Las Vegas. I almost said the truth. Northern California, because it would be Eastern California. But... but to irrigate livestock, which they have no right to do. Other state agencies have been denied to run livestock, but they can do whatever they want. Welcome to America. I am the proverbial canary in the coal mine and you can't get anybody from any organization that's supposed to be helping you to mm-hmm. even, they just pat you on the head like you're a small child and go, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Hey, nice talking to you. <laughs> See, nothing I can do about
0: it. It's blatantly illegal for Southern Nevada Water Authority to do what they're doing. We must yes. continue to shout that at the top of our lungs. We must continue to expose what they're doing and get justification. Yes. Not justification. BLM, I'm talking about justice.
1: The BLM has capitulated mm-hmm. the operation and control. Of Eastern Nevada to Las Vegas to Southern Nevada, and 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 they have a budget that's in the million, hundreds of millions of dollars, because they do have a very important job of providing water to Las Vegas. I mean, there's a lot of fly over to Las mm-hmm. Vegas to look down at all the swimming pools. We got to have water, so they have capitulated. The Department of Interior Bureau of Land Management no longer is functional. Mm -hmm. Whether it was not functional before, it is zero now. It belongs part and parcel to Southern Nevada Water Authority and anything that they want.
0: Okay, just to be clear, this is not simply a Nevada or Bureau of Land Management issue. This is playing into the entire National Heritage Area concept, which we talked to angel cushing about on thursday it plays into the 30 by 30 it plays into the climate change fact sheet that biden released on october the 15th which pretty much to the point says that people should not own property. And the reason that this is going and happening in the state of Nevada is it's a trial run. The canary canary in the coal mine, Hank Vogler, if they can get him to cave and take his property away from him, then they know they can go to any state USA and take Trent Luce's property in Sherman County because individuals... Owning land is lo- a lousy idea and morally problematic. That's what they think, and they're not going to stop until they take every a- acre of land away from
1: us. You got it, mister. Give the man a cigar. He can't be taught. I mean, it's just.
0: <laughs> would that be, a, be a Castro be a a Cuban scary? cigar, or where would that be from?
1: <laughs> well, it's up to you. They, they, say, they say they're no longer any good because they, they quit farming them or whatever made it good before. Now you got to go to, like, Guatemala. Hey, maybe some of them folks coming up will bring you a cigar. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking they're is, not <laughs> the the whole thing of it is is it's just absolutely scary there and, and and the onus is on me if they want to trespass somebody, if they want to go after somebody that's doing illegal acts you're if you're a convicted felon, you can't even hold a permit that was what they used on Hammond. is a, oh well, Donald Trump got rid of that. And they're still fighting over it. So they drag you around by the nose until you give up. Look how many years they've been drugged the Hage family around. And that thing, I don't think, is still settled. So that's what they do. I'm in this thing almost $40,000 now. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even got <clears throat> the preliminary hearing. We still have their man, who uh, I'm sure he's probably going to be the next secretary of, of the interior or something for his stalwart destruction of a private family operation that started with two cows and seven sheep. And that's okay. You have no rights whatsoever. I haven't even had... These people have never even sat down with me other than one time and basically told me, well, if they got a 2014 signature on a piece of paper, we're not going to go back to 2004, 2002. We're not going to go to the recorded deed of trust and I now have the deed. I have paid these people off. I own that portion of the properties that I bought from those people. And all of those things are of record. The things that are the same of record once the thirteen colonies established the Louisiana Purchase. All where you're at, Trent. We bought that from the French. And mm-hmm. if you go back far enough, you can find it a, a, a title. Search trail that goes back to the French probably. I mean, it, it and then you're going to yeah. tip it, all of that over because you don't want to address that. We, you don't want to address any prior claim. <laughs>
0: we gave Bonaparte $15 million and then he went and wasted it in Russia and couldn't feed his troops. What a waste.
1: You, and he should have pulled back and waited. They'd have froze to death in the wintertime instead, just like Adolf Hitler. That's Stalingrad mm-hmm. fought to the last man and, and got whipped. It's major it's major snow and general rain that that put these guys at bay. And and they didn't learn from history. Our, and we are repeating the same catastrophic things. America is great because it's supposedly run by the rule of law and by the fact that you can own private property and it's life liberty, and the pursuit of that, not the guarantee. And we're bringing in almost 2 million people so far this year that are, most of them are escaping the methods of governance in other countries. And I'm not so sure. The, the, the Democrats are just convinced that they're all going to vote for them for the ride over. Well... Uh, don't. a long time ago said the basic difference between a man and a dog is you feed a starving dog, he'll never bite you. I'm not so sure they bring all these people in that once they get settled in and and their papers are straight, or at least they're not being bothered, they're going to want to have more things. There's going to be a lot of capitalist pigs coming in, too.
0: I, I actually do not believe... That these uh, individuals on the left ushering in these illegals believe they're going to vote for them I think that they are just trying to create chaos to ultimately control everybody I think it's their their measure to I would just control the yeah. the whole nation All well, all right, all right thirty second thirty seconds
1: use it's all the same it's all the same it's to crush the of- Spirit and keep them in control. That, it has nothing to do with any equality whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it's all nothing. about control.
1: Pit one race against the other. And yep, that pit one race against the other.
0: Will be the profound parting wisdom of the day from Hanky Spanky. I mean Hanky Panky. I mean Hank Vogler, White <laughs> Pine County, Nevada. We've journeyed down the road connecting rural and urban America. Both of us remind you that all roads do lead to a roll route.